Morning everybody, how you doing today? On this episode of the show, we're going to talk about biometrics and bugs. Now it's been a little while since we've done one of these and I appreciate your patience. I've been full steam ahead on a road to AWS reInvent 2019 streaming series. That's been taking up a lot of my time, but I wanted to come back and highlight an issue that popped up because we have not one, but two separate reports of similar issues and I think they bring up a really interesting contextual point about, and we'll say that even better, contextual point about security as we employ it today. So there's a couple issues to this, but let me tell you what, what piqued my interest. There was a report about the Samsung Galaxy 10. Now that's a smartphone, this is the, the iPhone, um, but the Galaxy smartphone uh, has a fingerprint reader and it's a really cool one and that works through the display. Uh, but the problem is right now there's a massive bug in that current versions fully up to date of the uh, S10 will actually accept any fingerprint, not your fingerprint, any fingerprint. You can imagine that's a bit of a problem. Similarly, on the new Google Pixel 4, it has face recognition similar to the iPhones. The problem is, unlike the iPhone, which by default you need to be looking at the phone, you need to have uh, attention um, on the phone. If your eyes aren't looking at the device, it won't actually unlock. You can just hold the phone up to any face and it will unlock uh, on the Google Pixel 4 right now. Now that's in contrast to what they said when they originally launched this service. When they originally launched this phone, um, there was an option displayed in in the intro video that said, uh, you know, paying attention, just like on the iPhone, you can turn it off where you don't actually have to have your eyes open by, by default, it's on on the iPhones. And I think that's really, really important. So here we have two biometric um, security controls, which uh, it's really difficult to roll out new security controls to uh, large populations. Uh, take a look at multi factor authentication. That's when you type in your username and password, and then you need another factor, whether that's a text message that's sent to you or an app on your device or a hard, um, hardware key that generates a one-time token. So a series of digits um, that you then enter in addition to that. So that reduces the attack surface. It's hugely successful when deployed, but getting people to adopt it can be a challenge because you're putting another step in their way. If you're looking at this from the usability perspective, you're adding more friction. And the whole goal of usability is to take away friction. So, when it comes to smartphones, fingerprints are a really effective way to open them, uh, to access them, to, to provide an additional layer of authentication. That's why your phones, when you're trying to buy something, have uh, prompt you for additional um, verification. They say, like, either give us your fingerprint again or face ID or type in your password. Um, and face ID is even less than the uh, fingerprint because you don't need to readjust your, your finger. You just look at the device, which you're already doing if you want to use it. So it's a relatively smooth, especially in the more, um, in the up-to-date version on the iPhone 11, um, or the iPad Pro 2018. They're very fast and very effective. Um, so that's a really positive thing. Now, um, the interesting thing here is that we've got a bug, ostensibly a bug, or a, uh, in one case, we have a bug on the Galaxy X10 where the feature's not working as designed. And on the Pixel 4, we have a standard sort of software decision of not to ship an additional feature yet to get something out the door. Now, what I wanted to call it, besides just the, the bugs and the challenges in the usability here, is that security is just like any other feature that we build into software and technology. It gets evaluated and prioritized, it gets triaged, and there are bugs when we implement it. So there's always a problem when we implement it. There can be issues, right, because people make mistakes. Now, the problem is when you recognize those mistakes is how do those issues get triaged? Now, in Samsung's case, they've said this 
is horrible, we need to fix this right away, and they're pushing out an emergency patch to rectify the situation. That's absolutely what they should be doing. In Google's case with the Pixel 4, they've said, no, this is working as intended. Despite the fact that I can be absolutely asleep, someone can hold up the Pixel 4 in my face and unlock it. Right? So there's a number of high-risk scenarios where that's a really, really bad thing. Is it the end of the world? No, but it's a bad thing. Now, Google said, based on their prioritization, no, it was working as intended. We'll roll out the feature, or we may roll out a feature where uh, we enable the attention requirement in the future. Now, that's a different software decision. Now, I understand teams don't have unlimited attention. Teams have uh, a large amount of bugs that they need to triage, and it may be a shock to you, but sometimes teams say, we're not going to fix this. Um, they look at a bug and they go, it affects only a minor amount of the population. It's not really catastrophic. It's not critical. So we're just going to leave it there. And that's what we call technical debt, right? These bugs that are sitting there is one aspect of technical debt, I should say, where these bugs are sitting there triaged and said, you know what, we're not going to close it. We're not going to, or we're not going to address it. Now, other ones just get reprioritized. That unfortunately, as new bugs come in, the whole list gets reprioritized again. Now, you would think security issues should be at the top of the list, and normally they are. But sometimes you make the choice to hold back a little bit based on the risk decision because you've got a ton of momentum shipping a feature or you're up against a deadline and the finances are, are dictating that you move forward. It's never a clear-cut decision and I do not envy the product managers uh, out there uh, and the teams who are making these decisions but I think from the outside, from users, you need to realize that security is implemented just like any other feature. There will be bugs, there will be problems. The challenge is, is from a user perspective, you may need to be in an uproar. So Samsung's doing the right thing and addressing it. Google saying, hey, this is as designed. It's something that users may want to push back on because their answer to if you want a higher level of security is simply to turn off facial recognition. As a security pro, that's a frustrating answer because that to try to tell people or to tell people actively to turn something off if they want more security, the whole idea of facial recognition was to have a higher level of security with a less amount of friction on the usability. So it's a real big challenge when a major company says, hey, no, no, just turn it off uh, until we you know, might at some point in the future, maybe deploy the feature, the additional functionality in this feature that makes it work as expected. The key point here, though, is that security is implemented by the same development team that implements the rest of the product, which means there's going to be bugs. It's just human nature. The challenge is identifying them, prioritizing them and rolling out the fixes. In the case of biometrics, users are hyper aware of it. We have a larger challenge around trust and assurance with biometrics, especially getting people to adopt it. Um, same with multi-factor authentication. Any stumble sets everybody back and that's a major problem. So hopefully this will get addressed very, very quickly. Please let me know what you think. Hit me up online at MarkNCA in the comments down below. I always look forward to hearing uh, what you guys are thinking about this issue and any others. Thank you very much for joining me. Have a fantastic weekend, and we'll see you on the next episode of the show.